We're doing another predictions episode with our guy Tristan Spanford here to lock in some predictions for the Purdue versus the Gophers game. Homecoming, the stripe out, you name it, it's here. Locked on Golden Gophers. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here. We're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. Welcome into Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. It's Purdue week. We got to get a dub. And I want you, yes, you listening right now, watching right now to head on over to YouTube and hit subscribe join the community. We're nearing 500 subscribers. They're halfway to our thousand goal by the end of the season. And you can make it happen because you are some of the best fans in the entire nation when it comes to Gopher Nation. We got to build this thing up because we're going to have a competition with Lockdown Badgers when we hit Badgers week. And we need all the help we can get folks because we got to bring the axe home we have it here right now we got to keep it here so be sure to hit subscribe on youtube and be sure to follow wherever you get podcasts at lockdown golden gophers today's show is brought to you by underdog sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo locked on and you get a you get your first deposit up to 100 dollars matched so you can double up to 100 dollars. you put 100 dollars in you get $100 back. That's $200 at Underdog Fantasy. Now, we're going to jump in. We're going to talk with our friend Tristan Spanford. I'm not going to hold it back any longer. Let's jump in right now. Welcome into Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Kane Rob. It's Tristan Spanford. We're back for more predictions for you again. And I feel like the listeners are starting to like you more than they even like me. So I might have to stop bringing you on here because you're doing too you're doing too well, man. I'm, I'm hijacking your podcast. This was yes. all this is my plan all along. I knew it from the jump. <laughs> I knew it. But uh, today we got a fun first segment for you. It is who remains undefeated after week four. We're going to guess if they remain defeated, defeated, undefeated, my bad, uh, in week five. So we'll start off with the Gophers. We're facing Purdue. Do we beat them? Uh, yes. Yes, All we right. do. We'll, we'll get more in detail with that one later. But everything else, we can. you can say whatever you want. But we'll save the juice for that one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, Michigan versus Iowa. Will Michigan remain undefeated? Absolutely. Iowa doesn't know how to score touchdowns. I've only done it like <laughs> once. All right. Kansas versus Iowa State. I like Kansas. Iowa State doesn't it doesn't Kansas is hot this year. They're gonna remain, they're gonna remain undefeated this week. All right, that's three for three. Now Coastal Carolina plays Georgia Southern. What are you thinking there? I like Coastal Carolina because that colorway is different. I'm hey. a fan of the colorway. <laughs> so on that alone, I'm going to say yes, because I haven't really watched them play, but I'm going to say yes, just because of that. I'm going to go ahead and assume most people haven't watched them play, but I will say their quarterback is a baller, so I think he comes out with a dub there as well. Penn State versus Northwestern. Oh, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, Penn State looks nice this year, and Northwestern is Northwestern. So, right, I, so I this mean, one, this next one, someone has to lose because they're both undefeated. So Clemson versus North Carolina State. Who you got in that one? Oh, I think I think Clemson. This year they're starting to they they starting to look like the Clemson of years past. You know, they're kind of they're shaping back to where they used to be and kind of trying to reestablish themselves and that they're trying to establish themselves in that top four where they think they belong. So I'm I'm saying Clemson is going to remain undefeated. I agree with you. DJU has the juice back and I'm excited to see him playing well. He has so many haters coming in the season, so I'm excited to see him thriving. The next game is Georgia versus Mizzou. Do you think Georgia stays undefeated? Yes. Yep. Mizzou is still on a forever rebuild I think <laughs> you know they're on an upward slope I'd like to say but Georgia's they look so good so Mizzou has a five-star stud at wide receiver I think he was number three recruit in the entire nation and apparently he just deleted everything off of his Instagram related to Mizzou so they might be in some trouble in their rebuild that you said is forever isn't <laughs> Never a good sign. That's not that's not what you want out of your number one receiver. <laughs> right. Especially in college. Like you see yeah. it happen in the pros a lot. If it's in college, man, that transfer portal, it's it's a kid's best friend right now. Yep. All right. So next we got James Madison versus Texas State. You think James Madison stays undefeated? Texas State. I'm trying to think of whose Texas State has played. Uh probably nobody. I, yeah. I don't think I'm just trying to recall. Cause I like JMU this year. JMU, okay. I think, think I said it last week too. I, I like JMU. So I think, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, but I think yeah, JMU ran last year week, but I, I feel you. All right. Syracuse versus Wagner. Uh, I think they stay undefeated just because I don't know what Wagner is. All right. Then TCU <laughs> versus Oklahoma. And TCU is the undefeated team since Oklahoma yeah. lost last week. I think I like – I think Oklahoma takes them down this week. Yeah, I feel like Oklahoma wants some revenge after losing last week when they went from number six to number 18. It's time to turn it back on. So I think yeah. you're right there. Another undefeated versus undefeated UCLA versus Washington. That's going to be a good game. I like – Washington looked really good against Wisconsin, and I – I guess I haven't watched a ton of UCLA. Maybe I watched that week one. Let's go with Washington. Let's. I think Washington remains undefeated. I think so too. I'm going with Washington here. Their defense has been insane, and UCLA's quarterback's pretty good. Their running back's pretty good, but I don't know if they're going to hold up against that defense. So I am with you there. Another undefeated versus undefeated matchup: Ole Miss versus Kentucky. I'm going Ole Miss again. I, I am. I'm the worst sports guy, but I. They're the helmets that they're wearing this week are insane. <laughs> they're insane. Ole Miss is Ole Miss by a hundred. I'm. I'm it's, thinking because they got the drip. The it's not even because what they put on the field. It's because they got. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be such a disappointment to lose in those uniforms. You can't do it. You can't. Yeah, do I'm it. picking against you on this one. I'm picking UK. I think they're going to stay undefeated over Ole Miss. Now you've got OK State versus Baylor. Uh, Baylor's a tough team. They're really well coached, too. I think I'm going to go with Baylor. 
am I incorrect in saying was this a matchup? Was this a bowl game matchup last year? I don't think it was a bowl game. I think it was the Big Twelve Championship last year. Ah, yes, Baylor yeah, ended yeah, up yeah, winning yeah, that yeah. one. Yep. So I think I I like Baylor. I'm gonna go with Baylor. All right, Florida State versus Wake Forest. Florida State. They're undefeated? Yep. Yeah, I'm I think they're gonna stay undefeated. Wake Forest is ranked higher than them, correct though? Yep, ranked one spot in front of yeah. them. One spot. I think I like Florida State this year. They're kind of doing the same thing that Clemson is kind of doing, trying to battle back to those days of where they back used to, to the glory that. days. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the same exact. They're on that same trajectory that Clemson is on. Granted, Clemson is. I'm going against you on this one. I'm going with Wake because my boy Sam Hartman is lighting the world on fire after he missed that first week. I think he's had three plus touchdowns in every game. Last week he had six touchdowns versus Clemson. So my boy's on a mission and I'm not picking against him. (laughs) Yeah, that's a streak right there. (laughs) All right, we got three games left. Alabama versus Arkansas. Oh, Bama. Yeah, it's hard to pick against Bama there. Yeah. Ohio State versus Rutgers. Ohio State. I love, I like Rutgers, but I think Ohio, you have to, you you can't deny Ohio State. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. And the last one is USC versus Arizona State. USC. I am with you as well on that one. So the couple ups, upsets we did have, we have Baylor over Oklahoma State. We have Oklahoma over TCU. And I think we had one more in there. I had Wake Forest over Florida state florida state so we'll see what happens with those but we're gonna jump over to our over unders like we do each and every week but first a message from our friends over at underdog this episode is brought to you by underdog fantasy the easiest place to spice up the college football season it's super easy it's really quick to get started all you have to do is download the underdog fantasy app or go to underdogfantasy.com uh, in my pick this week, I picked Tanner Morgan to go over 208.5 passing yards. I picked Mo Ibrahim to be under 113.5 rush yards. And I've got Brevin Spanford over on the 33 and a half passing or receiving yards this week. It's that easy. You pick a couple games or you pick a couple players and pick over or under on their stats. You got to do it for at least two games. So I also did Caleb Williams on an over for the passing yards. That's it. You put a money down and you hopefully can up to 20 times your money. I'm I'm at easy man. I just put down a quick five dollars hoping to make that quick hundred back but you can do more. You can do less. It's up to you. So be sure to head on over to Underdog Fantasy and make your own picks. It's easy to play and available in 30 states, over 30 states. And all you have to do is pick between two to five players across any teams, not just your team, and decide if they will finish higher or lower than that total. One of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. So be sure to sign up with promo code locked on, which is one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's right. You deposit $100, you get $100 free. That's $200 in your account. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. 
in the App Store or Google Play Store. And that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code LOCKDOWN, one word, to double your deposit up to $100. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. Thank you for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. We've got podcasts Monday through Friday, and Tristan joins us every week on one day a week for our predictions. Now, this week, we've got predictions for the homecoming game against Purdue. The first thing we jump into right away is that line. Now, the line or the spread is 12 and a half points. So do you think the Gophers will win this by... 13 or more, or do you think it's under with 12 or less? Well, I think the first question we got to ask is, is it going to move again? Because it seems like it started out at, you know, damn near a touchdown. And every single day you check it, it just keeps going back, going up. It's that's very true. I'm actually going to pull up bet online right now to see if it's moving. But what do you think at the moment right now, if it's at 12 and a half? I think the Gophers will continue to be a covering machine this year. I think they will they will definitely cover the spread at 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 13 or 12 and a half whatever it's at they you know I it's I'm surprised I thought at the beginning of the year Purdue was going to be a little bit more competitive necessarily after watching what they did with Penn State but I'm thinking they're going to start that that it's not going to be as competitive as I did it in week one all right, so the line actually has moved, but it's moved closer. It's at 12 instead of 12 and a half. So just a half point, but still slight movement downward. Um, I had a prediction earlier this week, and I said that it was going to be 31 to 28 to close a game, three-point game. I've since changed my thought process on that. I think it's going to be a little bit bigger of a victory for the Gophers, but I'm still going to say under the 12 and a half. I'm still going to say under there. So I don't think they cover this week. All That's right, fair. so Mo Ibrahim, 13 straight games, 100 yards or more. The line is 113.5 yards. What are you thinking here? Last week we were right. It was 120.5, and we said he was coming in under, and he came in at 103, still kept the streak, but was still under that 120 like we said. But what are you thinking for this one? 113.5. 113, I think, oh, hmm. I think over that, you know, I think, I think we made Michigan state look very bad, but you got to think those are, you know, those are four star, three star, you know, guys on defense. And we did that to them. Like no matter how bad we made them look, it's still Michigan state. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with the over. And I think, you know, most steps on the field and they might as well just put a hundred next to him next to his, you know, name in the stat line. So <laughs> it's an auto hundred. I, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is tough line though. 113 and a half. I think just because you're going over, I'm going to flip it. We're going to, we're, I'm going to folks. Eventually I'm going to tally these up. <laughs> I told Tristan, I'm going to tally them up after this week. So I'm going to go under here just because I think it's going to be really close and I need to rack up some victory points. If we actually get this score keeping going. <laughs> All right, so the next line is Tanner Morgan, 208.5 pass yards, over or under? 208. What did he have last week? Uh, last week, I believe he had 268 passing yards. I'm, I'm, I'm still going over on that. It's hard, it's hard when you're, you're a homer, you know, to stay under on anything, obviously. But realistically, there's just – 
I don't I don't see them as the same competition. I know Michigan State's had a had a rough year, but it's still Michigan State. So you got to think the competition is there. I think it's that's what this whole like the whole rest of the season. I know it's going to shape up to be wow. The Gophers are who they said they were in the first three weeks, even though they didn't play anyone. You know, right. so I'm thinking over. I'm taking over. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with the over here. I think if Mo comes in under that 113, that means that they're probably stacking the box, trying to sell out for him. So then that means Tanner's going to pick him apart like we saw against Michigan State. So I'm going over with you on this one as well. Three more lines here. Three more lines. Will the Gophers get one and a half turnovers over or under? Hmm. I, I think yes. You know, like like what you said earlier this week, I think if the D-line gets pressure on – what's the quarterback's name? O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell. Yep. Aiden O'Connell. Um, if they do get pressure on him, I, I think you're right. He's He is going to panic in the outside the pocket. And I think our our defense is, is going to be ready for him to make those mental mistakes once once he gets flushed out of the pocket. So I'm, I'm thinking we get over one and a half. I'm with you here. I'm going to take the over as well. I think that, you know, the pressure, like we said, if we can create it on Aiden O'Connell, but him also being uncomfortable, it seems like he's really on the edge of playing. I think they're going to play him. I feel like they fall too far behind if they take a loss here and they're going to do whatever they can to stay in contention. So I think that he's going to push it. He's going to force it. And I think we're going to come up with two, two picks. I think it'll be two picks, but one and a half turnovers. So yeah, I'll take the over as well. Then uh, actually just last question on over-unders and we'll move to predictions is Purdue, will they get over 275 yards? We both called the under on Michigan State last week and we were correct only by 35 yards. So they cut it close. But do you think that we'll hold Michigan, or not Michigan State, Purdue under 275 yards? I think we do. I think we do. This defense is showing no signs of, you know, the score last week, it sucks that they got that gar- that touchdown in garbage time, but like this defense is, is playing lights out. Like Rossi has these boys knowing what they're doing. So I, right. I'm thinking under, I'm, I have to go under. Against what I would like, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say over, they're going to get over 275. I think it'll be close to 300, but it won't be too much over that. That's where I'm going with this one. All right, we're going to move to final predictions. The best part of the show, that is coming up next. All right, so final predictions. The best part, guess the final score. I know you love doing this. You love remembering what the football math actually equates to. So what do you got for a final score? Uh, It feels like with this atmosphere, how close uh, did do we know how close I was last week? I think um, I had them scored two touchdowns last week. Not that I it think, matters. We can figure. I out think later. you were fairly close. I think you did say thirty-four. You either said thirty-four or thirty-eight for the Gophers, and then I think you might have said fourteen for. Yeah, I, th- for I think the, I did have them scored too. I think that we, with the atmosphere that we have with homecoming, the stripe out, you know. After even, you know, I don't know how many times we're going to say it this year with what happened with Bowling Green, like nobody wants homecoming to go that way. And I think the atmosphere is just going to be through the roof, you know, and so I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to put up 40, 
Yeah, bad football math. Let's go 49. <laughs> I think we're going – I think I'm going 49 to – Ooh, 49 to 14. Our defense right. is good. Our defense is so good. And I, I know that I, what's the over underline at for the game? It, I don't think it's that high, right? I think last time. I no, I think it's like 52. 52? I think so. Yeah, see, that's not that high, but I'm thinking, well, there you go. I'm, I'm also predicting the over to hit. So I, <laughs> I, I think, I think, our, I think it's going to be a, a great atmosphere. I'm so excited. 52 and a half. I was almost there. 52 and a half. All right. So I've moved back and forth on this. At first, I thought it was going to be a pretty tight game. I've thought about the injury. I've thought about how balling this defense has been. And I've readjusted my final score. I'm putting the Gophers at 35, 35. And I've got Purdue at 21. So I still have them scoring three touchdowns. I think that they are a lot more successful in the quick passing game which Michigan State saw a little success in the third quarter. It looked like they were going to come in and score on us. We turned the ball over, took all the wind out of their sails. But I think that Purdue is going to be a lot better at that. We'll see how it's addressed. But I, Joe Rossi's good. Joe Rossi is a great coach, and he'll probably have an answer for it, having seen it on tape, knowing other opponents are going to see that maybe as a weakness, so to speak, of yeah. the defense. So he'll have a plan for it. And I'm sure I'm going to feel foolish after this and be like, oh, I put them as 21. But I'm going to go with the gut. 35-21 is my new prediction on that one. All right. Offensive player. Best offensive player and then best defensive player. Back to back. Offense and defense. Uh, Mariano this week on defense. He's going to, you know, they're, they're going to have a lot – not not much more parity, I want to say, but he's going to have to facilitate, you know, moving guys around, calling out what's what's going on on the offense. And I, I think this week is going to be it for him. And I think even last week we had like eight solo tackles. He he's 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 quietly, you know, there's no giant turnovers necessarily from him, but he right. is he's such an impactful player on that defense. Um, offensively, I'm I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with baby breath. He's going to, I think he is going to have a week this week. I just, I can feel it in my bones. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm excited for him. And I think. You must've been feeling this next question I got coming up too, which you can get get ready for. But (laughs) first I'll answer as well. I am going to go with Trey Potts on the offensive side of ball. I talked about earlier this week. I think that Trey being successful on the ground is going to open it up more for Mo because They'll, they'll either always have to stack the box to stop the run game, or they're going to have to play more balanced, which will allow our running backs to get more work and get more chunk yards. So I think Trey Potts and Mo will be successful, but I think Trey Potts is going to have the best game for the offense. And then for the defense, I'm going with Flip Dixon in the slot or in the nickel. Uh, I think that, like I said, I think they're going to try to chip away in the quick passing game. Flip Dixon's probably going to have to play in the tight end a lot or the slot receiver a lot. And I think he's going to see a lot of looks his way. So I expect a lot of pass breakups. I expect a lot of tackles coming from him. And I think he's going to be a key on the defense. Now, that question that I hinted towards, how many yards does Brev have to end the game this week? Oof. Let's, I don't know. I'm going to just shoot for the moon. I, w- I want him to – Oh. We're going to shoot for the moon. Then I, I want him to have, like, just under 100 would be sick. 
And I know that's a lot out of a tight end. That's a lot. I don't know. I need specifics. I need a, a specific number. 82. 82. I want 82 to be my number. I think, I don't know why. I just, I, I feel, I feel it in my bones. He just, I think it's, it's been a great, I mean, good season so far for him, you know, productive okay. wise, you know, more, more catching than he's had, you know, in the, the previous three years, four years or whatever. And not that it matters, but it, I, I think this week is, is a big week for him. So I'm hoping. 82 and a tud or 82 and two tud. I know you're not going to say no tud. So like. oh, let's go one. I'm going to go one for sure. 82 and one touchdown. And that's, that's what I'm sticking to. And, and a lot of blocks too. He has been impressing me. Bro, he's he, been crushing got, folks gotta, in that room. I got to bring it back down. I got to bring it back down. Cause I, under no circumstances, can we let him find out? that i think you might we're also knocking on wood we're not we're doing yep. the, yeah yeah get the jinxes out we're <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with 56 in the tut i think that's what brev's coming out with here i also think it's going to be a good game for him i don't know who they have that can match up with him like yep. michigan state had angelo gross who was decent in pass coverage brev lit him up early and then we just stopped going his way which you get it because we were whooping that butt, but at the same time, I wanted to see more. I like to see the the thrills of it all. You know, I like seeing Brev out there succeeding. So I texted you right away. I was like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think he's going to have a good one. I'm excited for him. And then uh, who will be the biggest surprise player for the Gophers this week? Biggest surprise player. That's tough. I mean, every, I mean, even you called uh, Jackson last week. I'm taking that credit game. for that one. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, and, 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 it, and even that, it doesn't feel like a surprise. Right. You know, cause we, you know, you know, you know what he's capable of. Um, let's go with, um, can I go with the position? I think our offensive line is going to show up. Okay. Okay. You know, I want, I think, uh, you know, from end to end, I think we're, I mean, I can't think of how many how many times has Tanner been sacked even this year. I don't know if he has. Yeah, I, I think that's going right to. I mean, we 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 overlook this offensive line sometimes because Mo's only getting a hundred yards because of him. You know, right. getting catches. I'm going with the O line. O line shows out this week. O line shows out. Okay, I'm going to go with someone. I feel like this name just comes to mind. He gets decent tick. He's out there on the field. I'm going with Donald Willis, uh, typically the strong linebacker, the Sam linebacker. I think he's going to show out this week pretty decent in coverage, and I think he's going to come up with a sack. I don't know why. It's just it's just sitting there, you know, in my brain, like, say it. Just say it. Now, watch. <laughs> I'm going to look at his back and be like, bro, he didn't even play this league. Like, <laughs> but, no, I think Donald Willis is going to have a good one. We got – Two questions left. Two questions left. The first is which gopher scores the first touchdown in this game? That's Mo. Mo. We're gonna drive, we're gonna drive, we're gonna look good. And and most most putting put one in the end zone right away. Get the ball. I'm wrong. going with I'm going with Brev. I think his his touchdown sets it off. I think it'll be through the air because they're in the beginning of the game. I think they sell out to really try to stop Mo. Yeah. And then they realize they can't do it either way. So I hope uh, I'm wrong in that in that case. But yeah. if I'm right, that's fine. Too. <laughs> All right. The last question that everyone wants to know. 
where will the Gophers rank if they secure a dub? We're at 21 right now. We called it. I mean, I was very close. I'd said 22 on our podcast last week. Uh, So where will we rank if we get a dub this week? Oh, I don't have the list, but I would think we move up. Uh, Purdue, they played Penn State very well. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they're two and two. I I, I got to say we move up at least two spots. You know, 21 to, to – if we handle them, handle them the way we handled Michigan, I think we're 18 at least. Bro, we're in sync on this one. I was – my gut number was 18. I was like, if we handle them or even if we win at least by one touchdown, I think we move up to 18. If we only win by like one or two, maybe we only go to like 20. But 18 was standing out for me as well. Even if we like absolutely demolish them, I feel like they're going to be like, well, Aiden O'Connell was hurt and there's other team and excuses. No matter what, no matter what. One game at a time. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to that top (laughs) 10. I feel it deep in my soul. So if we we have to be in Indianapolis Indianapolis yelling, we haven't played anyone, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's the dream scenario, right? You go to Indianapolis, you play Michigan, Ohio State, and you're up in the fourth by like 10. And you're like, we haven't played. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dream. That's the dream. (laughs) And then you can like really use it if you made the college football playoff and just keep saying, we haven't played anyone. As you beat like an Ohio State or a Michigan. You just... We haven't played anyone. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm getting t-shirts made. If as soon, if we make, we go to Indianapolis, I'm getting t-shirts made. Yes. Put me down <laughs> for the order. I am yep. with you on that one. All right. That's going to do it for us on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we'll have Tristan back as well. You know what? I'm going to put this challenge on you. And this is on the spot, folks. I haven't prepped him for this or anything. Next week, I believe, is the bye week. We need to get Brev on the show with both of us and make it happen. Pressure's on now. I've set the expectation. That's it might not happen, but we'll blame Tristan if it doesn't. So that's going to do it for us on this show. Uh, any last words for the folks out there, Tristan? Uh, no. I'm, I Remember what color you're wearing. Yes. By the remember way, what color what are you wearing? Color? What section? I'm gold. I'm gold. Yeah, gold. what are you going to wear? What are you in the booth? I'm in the booth, but I'm still going to wear maroon. I'm going to do okay, it okay. for the squad. As long as you 100%. know. Yes, I'm, I'm a gold. We're in a gold section. I'm very excited. Uh, be ready. We're, we're going to have a party. It's going to be a party on Saturday. I'm excited. Yes, sir. Thank you for reminding people to be a part of the Stripe Out. Be sure you check what your section number is and get the right color. We're going to stripe that bank out. It's going to be a dub and it's going to be lit. So thank you for listening. Roll the boat. Sky Ma, Go Gophers. Go Gophers.